Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favorite artists and talk all things music related, mainly hip hop. But, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Mars Mikulski podcast. Joining me is a very, very special guest in the building right now. Introduce yourself for the people. Yo, good morning. My name is Aaron Roach, Bridgman TV presenter and just all round nice guy. <laughs> well, you, know, you know what, yeah? You self-proclaimed that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I'm trying to be nice. I think 2017 is the year of being nice. Alright, why, 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 why? You gotta break um, it down for us now. Cause you, no, you, you started philosophical, innit? Yeah, yeah, no, do you know what it is? Like, I, I just feel like, um, I don't know, I just feel in that way, man. That, that's where my energies are sitting at the moment. I'm just trying, I just think that as a, as a people, um, you know, we need to, to turn around and hug each other a bit more you know I mean we've had a very tumultuous year you get me it's been like a lot of things have happened a lot of um, a lot of issues have come, have come out and I feel like let's start a new 2017 with a bit of niceness so after this Miles me and you have got to have a little hug bro I don't know, if I, I don't know how you feel about that but that's what we're going to be doing anyway you kind of stuck it on man live or radio already so <laughs> <laughs> like if I say no now yeah it's like hey yeah, Miles he's, he's not friendly you know and yeah, if, yeah, I say, yeah. if I say yes then you know what I mean it's, you're going to have to do it bro. it's blessed no we can do it we can do it still obviously there's no, no cameras looking or what <laughs> Watching. Yeah. That's the best bit. But you're here today yeah. to talk about Vigilante Britain, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to play a trailer for the people because it's coming out tonight. Yes, sir. Is it 10 p.m.? 9 p.m. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. 5 star tonight, yeah. Exactly. So that's on Freeview. So you have no excuse. Got no excuses. Trust me. It's, it's not Sky, fam. It's not even Virgin TV. Yeah. <laughs> Freeview. What channel, what, what channel is it on? It's on 5 star. That's 176 on, yeah, um, on Sky. And I think it's number 30 on Freeview. Fam, start, yeah. with, start with Freeview. Not everyone has Sky. Yeah, yeah. I think it's number 30 on Freeview, yeah. We'll, we'll do research in it, halfway through, halfway through still. But what we'll do, let's play the trailer right now real quick, right? So the people can hear about it. Then we're going to talk about it as well. Because, like, Vigilante, I'm kind of talking, looking at it when you kind of, you know, advertise it and you start doing promo on it. I just start thinking, like, what is a Vigilante? Yeah. What's, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Because I, when I first saw it, I thought, fam, you're going deep, bro. What? <laughs> like, 
I'm, I'm, I thought it was going to be a situation here where you're going to get black eyes by the end of the documentary. Yeah. Like, do you know what? There was some things that we filmed where I thought that could happen as well, bro. Um, the thing, those, those things didn't actually make it to the documentary. Actually, to be honest, right, it's a shame. But that's a no, that's a yeah. good thing. Right, let's get into it, yeah, so the people could hear it. Still, Vigilante Britain, right there, yeah. So, for the people that don't know what a Vigilante is, right? Obviously, yeah. it's explained in the trailer anyway. But I actually, yeah. I went to Google. <laughs> I got a definition as well, yeah. Because yeah. for me, yeah, I, I thought like right, Vigilante. It's obviously taking the laws into your own hands, but is there anything more to it? So I'll read out the definition now. Go on. A member or self-appointed group of citizens who undertake law enforcement in their own community without legal authority, typically because legal agencies are thought to be inadequate. Now, see, imagine if I did pretended like I didn't get out of Google. Yeah. I would sound like <laughs> the smartest done right now. No, but I could tell that you're an intelligent brother, bro. But yeah. Oh, is, thank you for the compliment. That is the definition. But you see, the problem is a lot yeah. of the people in the documentary who, con- who contribute to it, they yeah. didn't and don't like the term vigilante. Um, they, because what happens with the term vigilante is that within media and within movies and within programs, vigilante yeah. is more something that has been associated with going against the law to seek justice. Yeah. Whereas all of these people that we've spoken to and have interacted with, well, nearly all of them have stayed by the rules of the law. Yeah. So a lot of them didn't like the term vigilante, but vigilante is, as you've just said, it's yeah. just someone who is taking the law into their own hands and isn't waiting for the Wait um, for law time, yeah. to do so. Do you know what I mean? But the thing is, right? So. Kind of, we have to go to the beginning of this then. Why did you tackle this? Why did you decide to kind of like take this up? Because obviously you had One Punch Killers yeah. that came out about a month and a half ago now. And that that did bits. Like, I'm, I was really happy to see that. I was on Channel 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... It was the second highest viewed show on Channel 5, I believe. Exactly. After so, Celebrity Big Brother. So yeah. what, you need to look at the camera and just yeah, be like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, second highest, yeah. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But the, thing, the factor is, yeah, is after that one... And because that's you know one punch killers that was that was big yeah and it kind of opened like I was watching it and I was like okay this is different I didn't even know that people could die from one punch of yeah, exactly and the fact that you brought it to light was interesting and again I'm sure this one tonight will be like very very good too yeah. but what was it like what made you want to tackle it for yourself do you know what it is for me it's like like with one punch killers I'm, I'm really interested in the stories and not even just so much stories but things that are happening around us in our society in our communities that people don't realise are happening and bringing them to light that is really something that um, that I'm really passionate about because those are the kind of things that I like to watch people that don't know me um, yeah. I'm actually a documentary like fiend like, I'm always watching documentaries yeah, yeah. in fact I probably spend most of my time strangely enough I watch a lot of animal documentaries like David, David Attenborough Planet Earth that's my that's my stuff <laughs> do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean but um, one thing that I've always found interesting is um, learning about things that are happening and that I can relate to because wow that's just around the corner or wow that's just up, up north yeah. and actually not realising these things are happening and learning about them and kind of having my eyes open I think that's the best kind of TV if I can bring something to TV that can actually make people learn something um, be awoken to something and also actually enjoy it as entertainment as well then my job is done bro that's what I want to do that's key Mm. so the the thing is yeah it's like with vigilantes though were they happy to be kind of put in front because how do you approach it do you kind of like people kind of help your production team kind of like all right, these are the people we found like they've kind of cleared it or have they not cleared it you just go up to them and ask them Like they have to be cleared but the, the, the hardest thing with documentaries is especially like this is that people do not trust TV Yeah, they don't know how you're going to show them they don't know how you're going to refer to them how you're going to edit it yeah. so getting contributors to actually contribute is sometimes the hardest part of a documentary the pre-production before you actually go into production and start filming is yeah. the hardest bit because you've got to get people to trust you yeah. and believe that you're going to pay them in the best light well the thing is I think people have seen that from Gangland yeah, yeah, where yeah. like a lot of people obviously I was also on Channel 5 and yeah. 
that had so much backlash yeah, yeah, and people yeah. were so unhappy about it like the people in it the, the whole message yeah, yeah, of yeah. it everyone so like again yeah. people seeing that even though vigilantes is different to gangland yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still the same thing you have to get to trust people get an understanding yeah. but how, how easy or hard did you find that then kind of talking to the people on that one on one because you had the cameras behind you in that but yeah. obviously as the host of the show you're kind of focusing directly on that person and their story so how yeah. did that work like for you do you know what it is? I'm not gonna lie. It's the um, it, this is the hardest thing that I've ever done presenting yeah. wise. Like, and it's hard because of the toll that it's taken on my mind and my brain. Yeah. Um, there's some things in this documentary that really affected me. Like, it affected me mentally to the point where I had to take myself after filming and do something completely different just to um, kind of like refresh my mind to something different because uh, I had to see things, hear things, and actually read things that physically disgusted me and and physically and mentally really disturbed me bro I'm going to be real with you so yeah, yeah. this was really really hard I didn't have to meet the people that were doing it apart from in one case um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some of the juice basically I spent time with a paedophile hunting group yeah okay. so I spent time with them I met with them I learned about what they did then I, then I went to link up with them at their base and find out how they do it read yeah. some of the stuff watch videos see pictures um, read conversation and then I went out on a paedophile hunt with the paedophile hunters and we caught a paedophile in this documentary wow so like a lot happens bro but like yeah. that whole process of getting to understand what they do um, yeah it was disgusting and um, it really affected me so this is the hardest thing I've ever done like yeah. me and people talk to them I'm fine with because I can always I can always find some sort of common ground because I just see people as people and I'm really interested in their stories yeah. but when things go deep into those kind of things there bro ah, uh, too much do you know what like kind of Sure, like strikes me just from you talking about that obviously talking about pedophiles that's, that's deeper level stuff like mm-hmm. but the fact they had a base mm-hmm. now I don't know why and it's, it's a bad I think it's a bad caveat right but moving it's like it sounds like kickoffs mm. Have you seen the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, see yeah. how it's like people trying to be heroes. Yeah. They have their own base. Yeah. They go out and they hunt. Yeah. It don't. It sounds even though they're doing it for the right causes. Yeah. Right now, it just sounds like they're almost doing it for attention. Do you know? Uh, what I, mean? I, I maybe maybe I'm maybe I need to watch it first. Yeah, but, but yeah, you do. And people think that. Yeah. But when you watch it, you're gonna see these guys have got a hundred percent conviction rate. So they're not catching pedophiles to be famous. They're catching it to get them off of the streets. And they've got a hundred percent conviction rate. They they've they've got folders for each person that are like this thick. Oof. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> like for each person, hundreds of pages that they hand over to the police as evidence yeah. to get these people convicted. They don't care about the fame, bro. Yeah. In fact, they didn't even want to be seen on camera. We had to convince them. Yeah. But what they're doing is that their passion for the work is really what is driving them. To, to continue doing this kind of thing so I, I do understand what you're saying yeah, and in yeah. fact when the documentary was first in its um, conception yeah. the name for the documentary wasn't going to be Vigilante Britain it was actually going to be the real kick-ass yeah because they wanted to kind of go more along the superhero kind of route yeah, yeah. and actually we were trying to find and speak to the, the, the Bromley Batman the Batman of Bromley I don't know if you've heard about I him I'm not you know it's a real person and he's out there like intercepting crimes and stuff do you know what I mean and in New York <laughs> they, ha- they have more of a, um, of a, of a they have real super they have real heroes and superhero forces yeah, yeah. In, 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 in real life in America like they have this I forget their name but they're in New York on the subways and they protect all the subways and they have a team of them and they intercept crime and stuff like that yeah. so there are people out here that are are doing it maybe in a more sensationalised way but ultimately yeah. at the heart of all of it is fighting injustice fighting yeah. what people see as injustice but what I want people to really um, look at with this documentary is is it right for me to take the law into my own hands so put yourself in the position yeah. would you take the law into your own hands but I think it depends on the scenario though because everyone's got obviously you're talking about paedophiles and what you went into one part of the documentary I saw on tonight and it depends on what the situation is really because 
that's an extreme. But then there might be something small, like someone stole something. And obviously, that's anything small. It depends on if it's headphones to a thousand pounds to hat and garden. Yeah, yeah. Like it's still something that's personal to somebody. True, true. Like, where do you draw the line? Because that was that was key in the actual trailer itself when it came out. How far is too far? How far is too far? Exactly. And uh, um, uh, what I noticed is is that. There always tends to be triggers for people. Yeah. Um, people's triggers tend to be um, individualized. They're different. Yeah. But one thing that I've seen as a commonality in terms of a trigger is family, bro. Family, children. That is the one thing that really triggered a lot of people, um, even in this documentary, to want to take the law into their own hands. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a, a, a bit more juice about it. Um, Don't give too much juice. Yeah, no, I'll give you a little bit of juice. Like, so, yeah. you know? <laughs> no, but I like because I want people to watch it and and kind of know and get ready for what, what you're gonna see. But um, for instance, um, you know, this was a big part of the storyline as well. There was a guy in um, Oxford yeah. who was autistic. He, um, you know, he had quite, you know, he had quite a few possessions and stuff in his in in in, in his house. Yeah. Uh, another guy in Oxford went into his house, tied him up, robbed him. Now, there's another guy in Oxford that thought this was actually disgusting because he knew both of them and he was like you know what we're going to make a plan so he got his friends Mm -hmm. to make a plan they honey trapped him to get him stuck to a car park and then they found him and when they got him they took justice into their own hands you get what I'm trying to say and they served justice on this guy now the thing is when he went to court the judge was like you know what this is a a, 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 an exceptional circumstance because I understand why you did what you did and they actually all got off of the crime okay but then it's then the whole moral dilemma comes that draws into it yeah is it right to take the law into your own hand? He 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 kind of did it to avenge uh, a, a, a nasty um, act that was done on an autistic yeah, yeah. Um, um, young man. But was he right to take just because I think that's two wrongs that make a right? Do you know exactly? You know what I mean? Do you know even though like thinking like an eye for an eye, two for a tooth and that, but it, sometimes it becomes like deep scar tissue. Mm. Do you know what I mean? For example, all right, so the first person done a bad act, mm-hmm. then the next people have done it for the right reason or good reason intentions, but bad consequences. Yeah. Then the friends of the, the now the new victim will come back, and then where does it stop? Where does it stop? Yeah, that's that's the kind of line that you think, and bringing law into it as well. Like I think we need to bring law. Then we'll, we'll take a quick yeah, break because yeah, yeah, we yeah. get deep. In yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll come back. It's a situation where it's it's tricky. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because for example, people might think, oh, all all of a sudden I can kind of get out of this right now. I can. I can do this because I'm doing it for the right reasons yeah. and I can escape the law. Yeah, yeah. Now, again, you might have tackled that in the documentary today. Yeah, yeah. But that's, I don't know, man. I just think it's a bit. Yeah, it's a no. Bit, it's, a, it's funny. Do you know what I mean? No, it's, it's, it, and it's a very thin line. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, two, do two wrongs ever make a right? But you know what? This is what I love about it. It's thought provoking. Yeah. And like, I try to stay as unbiased as possible. I think it's only um, respectful to stay unbiased to the um, subject matter. Yeah. And also because I just really want people to think, man. Like, would you do it? And do you know what I mean? There's some things in there that are, that are horrible. Like, there's a guy that literally. Um, stopped a gunman by smashing him with a table when he came into a bookie t- with re- waving his gun trying to rob it and, wow. then, and then sat on top of him in a judo type manoeuvre for over an hour waiting for the police you know what I mean there's, throwing, there's throwing, tables, throwing tables man thinks he's Chisora and the guy had a gun pointed at him his head <laughs> yeah. he did that that's real level of bravery that's fight or flight yeah, but then yeah. you've got someone else that um, who uh, thought they were finding their nemesis, their um, someone that they had got into a fight with. Yeah, they brought their boys with them and they stabbed this guy seventeen or was it nineteen times, something ridiculous, yeah. and they killed him. Yeah, he, it was the wrong person. See, that it was the wrong person. That's the thing. Yeah. Not saying that stabbing the right person would have been the right thing to do, but yeah, it's yeah. like then you see both sides to it. It's it's yeah, it's a and real then, moral dilemma. And then again, what we're saying it layers up again mm. because now it's the wrong person. Now the family of that person or friends yeah. will now come for you. Yeah. Even, see, what I mean, and I'm speaking to the daughter. 
and she's crying in front of me and we're yeah. filming you know what I mean and it's like so how so for you then yeah for example you're obviously like you said it's, it affected you quite a bit doing this whole it's one of the hardest projects that you've um, worked on mm-hmm. so when you see somebody in the actual documentary they're crying yeah. or they're getting emotional because it's you know it's core to them it's their life and they're sharing it on national TV like how do you react to it do you kind of go along the lines of like I feel your pain Mm. or do you kind of have to be like no I need to be the the brick I need to be the foundation of this so I need to kind of keep serious and I go, in, I go into it how we're going to go into the end of this interview with a hug you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean no but I'm being serious like yeah, you know yeah. what it is um, I, I do have that solid um, part of me as well like you know I have to be strong but I can't help but have empathy I can't help but be compassionate to their mm. pain so even with her um, you might not see it in the edit but you know I, I, I was rubbing her back we had a, a you know a little bit of a hug I didn't want to be too condescending um, also yeah. with one of the guys that catch the paedophiles um, when when we go to the court and one of the paedophiles that he courts um, sorry one catches. of the paedophiles that he catches um, 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 actually get sentenced um, to, um, to to jail time yeah. he breaks down starts crying because like he's they work, they do so much work to mm. make sure that these kind of people get and a lot of times they don't get jail sentences bro they get a lot of um, suspended sentences you know paedophiles are very protected within society but that's opinion I, I don't, I don't want to put that out there too much but trust me you will see what I mean when you watch it yeah. so when he saw when, when he saw that the, the guy got a sentence he started crying all his all the all, all the, work, the hard work and, 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 and the stuff he started crying and it's like even with him I have to give him a little rub you know what I mean but then I said to him look I know you're crying you're emotional I'm gonna I'm, I'm not gonna say anything more to you I'm gonna let you go on with the boys and um and get back do you know what I mean you have to do that sometimes this is real emotion this is document this is a, this documentaries are real life mm. like um acting you know you we can have a cut you yeah. know what I mean you can, docu- you can you can just edit straight away but and you, you can do it again but this is real life yeah you can't and, really cut in a documentary because yeah. if you see that like random job cuts like oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. job cut no yeah it's exactly like, it doesn't work. make any sense so anyone that doesn't feel the emotion of a person that they're speaking to yeah in a situation like this in a documentary like this um i don't know what's wrong with you like i can't help it like i think maybe i wear my heart on my sleeve but i can't help but feel the pain of others so who's who is this aimed at because obviously when you have a title you know like vigilante britain that could mean that's open to all ages you know what i mean a five-year-old could be a vigilante in a playground if they wanted to be exactly a 90 year old could have their scooter and mobility scooter and their walking stick and be a vigilante but uh, if you could choose, obviously you're the you're the main star of this right now. Like, who could you or who would you aim this at? Who needs to watch this? I want everyone to watch it. Yeah, and the mm. thing is, like, even like with with documentaries, you have to have a a, a reason for why you're doing this. Yeah. So I was thinking about, it and I was like, well, look, where I'm from, Harsden, Northwest London. Um, growing up, we didn't go to the police. If we had an issue, something happened, we mm. would go to our friends, sometimes family, and we'll try to deal with the issue ourselves. Yeah. We didn't think nothing about vigilante, but then when you think about the true definition of what vigilanteism is, yeah. We were technically being vigilantes, bro, because mm. we weren't going to a, to a law enforcement. We were trying to deal with our issues and our problems Your that we had way. our own way on ourselves. So, in that sense, it could relate to everybody. Yeah, because I'm sure everybody in their own way has done dealt, something. Dealt yeah, with something in, in their, their own way. way. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But my my whole thing with this is, I love the way that One Punch Killers reached everybody. Yeah. Everybody seemed to resonate with it. Like I had all the people like messaging me. I had like mums, grandmums, even like granddads like yeah. messaging me about their family or just how it affected them. And then I had you know the man them messaging me and like yeah, yeah. you know I had everybody and I love that. I love the fact that something can resonate with everyone and maybe provoke thought within everybody's mind. Even those like, who didn't who didn't like it. I want to hear that as well. If you don't agree with with it, if you don't like it, I want to hear from you as well. I just want everyone to watch it and see where they stand in regards to it after they watch the whole thing. Because even my opinion of a certain few things. Yeah in the duration of this documentary as well it's impossible for it not to you you are affected by the things that you come into contact with you know what's right where it's time for a music break <laughs> <laughs> 
That was answered so well. Mm. I, have, I have no other questions to ask right now, you know. <laughs> I, think, I think I need to get into a, a bit of a break. Yeah, let's like. do it. Let's, let's play some turn up, man. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.